Welcome to the Improvement Imminent Podcast. I'm Philip Weigel, here with my brother, John Michael. Together, we set out to create a better program that can bridge the gap between gyms and help more athletes improve their fitness. Each week, we ask ourselves, what can we do better? And we challenge each of you to do the same. Our mission is to share our knowledge from our nearly two decades of experience as CrossFit athletes and coaches to help you approach each day's training with more purpose. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the Improvement Imminent Podcast. We want to apologize for the lateness of the delivery of this episode to you guys. John Michael went out of town this weekend, so getting it up has been a little bit of work, uh, but hopefully you guys are still hearing it in time to find out what Monday is and learn a little bit about it. So without any more delay, let's get to it. On Monday, we are going to be starting off with some skill work. We're going to be working on a muscle up, or rather the components for a muscle up. So what we're going to do is five rounds on a two-minute clock. We're going to begin with 20 seconds holding support position above rings or uh, a stable object like the boxes or a set of horns, the matador. Uh, For 20 seconds, you're going to hold a hollow above that object. So our goal here is to really lock down the midline, have that nice curved position, and then keep the arms tightly pressed into our sides as we hold ourselves above the rings or the horns. Um, After that, we're going to move on to three to five ice cream makers. Now, we put out an Instagram video on this, so you guys can check that out and see um, how an ice cream maker is done, or at least how we're going to do it. We're scaling it a little bit because doing it uh, the way a gymnast would is extremely difficult. We're going to leave our feet on the floor and work on it as a slow, controlled, transitional drill. We're going to be using a false grip and really trying to keep the rings close to our body and just begin to turn over into the bottom of that dip position. Then the last movement we're going to use in each round is going to be Strict toes, or rather strict knees to elbow, not toes to bar, knees to elbow this time. We're doing three to five reps there. They take a while. They're slow and controlled, uh, and they require you to make sure you're really engaging your lats and your core to raise the hips and knees up. Uh, So go slowly with those and get something out of them. All these movements we're doing are really about control and slowing things down and owning our midline. we got to focus on building better hollows. After that work, We are going to do a workout uh, that has two and a half minute AMRAPs and then 90 second rest windows to recover between them. It's going to be five rounds of that. So five rounds of two minutes, 30 seconds of work and 90 seconds of rest. The work you're doing, you're starting with 10 ring dips followed by 10 front squats prescribed at 135 pounds for guys and 95 pounds for ladies. Then you're going to roll immediately onto a rower where you're going to row calories for the remainder of that two minute 30 second window Um, so if we're scoring this what we're going to score is how many calories did you complete in total over five rounds i would say your goal should be to establish some consistency so go out relatively quick on the dips and front squats because you can really get those out of the way quickly it's not a ton of reps and then get on the rower and and hold a manageable pace Um, from the looks of it, I think you're going to be on the rower before a minute is out, uh, hopefully. So then you're getting 90 seconds to row pretty hard and pretty far or to, to accumulate a decent number of calories. So make sure you're really smart about how hard you attack that row so you can repeat it and keep pretty consistent scores across all five rounds. 
That's it for Monday. On to Tuesday, where we are going to start off with some more strength work, doing an overhead press, or rather a floor press. Um, So seven sets of five floor presses, and we're going to use 70-ish percent of our one rep max on a strict press. We're going to go from 70-ish percent and ascend. Um, So we want you to start there because it's light enough that you'll be able to control and manage a floor press. We're going to put out a video on the floor press as well to show you how to properly do it. It's basically a bench press where we lay on the ground. Um, So we're activating the muscles just like we would for a push-up. We're trying to make sure that we're really keeping the elbows close to the sides and then pressing up and trying to tear the bar in half as we push it to full extension over our shoulders. It's an interesting lift. If you haven't done it before, uh, then it's it's something new to work on. We can also do this with dumbbells uh, if you guys want to try that out at some point. But for this day, we're going to use a barbell, and then we'll also have a partner to help us get that bar into place. So seven sets of five there, uh, just working on, on building control and our, our pressing strength in general. Then we're moving on to a 16-minute AMRAP for a workout. You're going to go outside and run 400 meters to start each round. Once you come inside, you're going to get on an ab mat with a med ball in your hands. Uh, You're going to put your toes right up against the wall, and then you're going to do a sit-up and throw your ball off the wall. When it bounces back to you, you're going to sit right back down, uh, reach that ball overhead, and touch the floor with it. So an ab mat, sit-up, and toss, and you're going to do 30 of those repetitions. Then you're going to get off that ab mat and flip upside down into a handstand to do 15 handstand push-ups. Once you finish 15 handstand push-ups, you're starting your next round, so you head outside and run again. Um, 16 minutes of work here. I think the runs are kind of your recovery. The ab mat sit-ups are kind of recovery too in a way. Uh, You just can't go so fast on them, so you won't get horribly out of breath. I think the place where you should really be pushing to to make a lot of work happen in a little time is on that handstand push-up. Try to go for uncomfortably large sets if you can. Um, the faster you get that done, the more out of breath you'll be when you hit the run and you can choose to pace it to recover. Or if you're smashing through those handstand pushups and they're not, they're not really winding you too much, maybe you should look at doing them strict, uh, or you'll just be able to run harder and, and go faster and get a little bit more work done in the window. So get after that one, keep yourself moving pretty hard, pretty consistently for full 16 minutes. All right. On to Wednesday. We are going to be doing a longer workout. It's two rounds for time of an 800-meter run followed by 20 dumbbell power cleans. And we're using a set of dumbbells. Uh, For guys, we've prescribed a set of 50-pound dumbbells. And for ladies, a set of 35-pound dumbbells. With those 20 repetitions, uh, we expect you guys to be able to do quick sets of five and 10. We don't expect you to hold on and do a full 20 unbroken. Uh, If you can, then especially at those weights, that's quite a lot of work. Uh, but, But you should be moving consistently and not taking very long breaks between those sets. So make sure you're staying close to the dumbbells and keeping yourself moving. After 20 reps there, you're going to lunge 50 feet, supporting those dumbbells in a front rack. 
Now, for this supported front rack, we want your elbows kind of along your ribs by your sides so that those dumbbells are held in a horizontal fashion. We're not going to do that shoulder stack where we put them up on our traps, uh, and we're not going to dump them onto our shoulders and just let our fingertips touch them. We want you to actually hold a full grip as if you were about to press the dumbbell and hold it in that supported uh, shoulder grip the whole time as you lunge, all right? After you finish 50 feet, then you've got 20 dumbbell push presses. So now you're going to use your legs and dip and drive and send that set of dumbbells overhead. After 20 repetitions there, you're going to do that lunge back. So another 50 foot of lunge. Uh, That's one round. Go back outside, run a steady 800, get back inside, and attack the dumbbells again. 20 power cleans, 50 foot lunging. 20 push presses, and 50 foot of lunge to finish. So this workout's it's all about the dumbbells and then moving your body. Um, yes, we are running two days in a row, but that's, uh, that's actually a very normal and natural thing. Humans are, are very much built to run. So treat this run how you need to. If you need to take it a little bit slower because it's a little bit longer, then go for it. But running a mile on this day, and assuming you're probably going to run around a mile the day before with those 16 minutes, hopefully you can get through three or four rounds. We're not we're not doing an overwhelming amount of running here. It's just two days back to back where we have to go through a similar movement, at least one similar movement. So figure out how to make that work. Stretch a little bit beforehand. Make sure your calves are loosened up if they've gotten a little bit tight. And let's have a good go at this. With that dumbbell, please remember we really need to support that front rack. We're not doing a lazy, dropped-off dumbbell. We need to have one that we own and control the whole way through this workout. Please be smart and be safe. Don't drop those. Treat the equipment well so we can use it longer uh, and, and everyone can get to enjoy it. Once we finish that workout, we're going to spend some time targeting thoracic spine and overhead mobility. And I can tell you, after working with those dumbbells, you're likely to feel pretty cramped up there. So hopefully we can loosen things back up because I know on Thursday, we're going to be doing some snatch technique work working on throwing a barbell overhead, stacking it in a good position. So the better our positioning is, if we can loosen it up on the day before, then the easier it'll be to do good lifting and the more we can focus on putting ourselves in the best positions possible to make the most out of that day's training. So make sure you're spending good quality time on the mobility. We're going to try to leave 15 maybe more minutes uh, to be able to really crank through some stuff and your coaches will work with you on different drills uh, opening up those positions. So we look forward to seeing you guys in the gyms this week. Let's get after some training.